welcome to yet another podcast on this episode we'll be discussing about what caused the economic collapse in sri lanka for months sri lankans have had to wait in long lines to buy essential items because of the foreign exchange crisis caused shortages of impact imported foods medicines and fuel the south asian nation of sri lanka is experiencing an unprecedented economic collapse that has pushed the government into a deep crisis. The island is struggling to impact import basic necessities for its 22 million people because of diminishing foreign reserves and crippling debt. Spurring weeks of anti-government protests that recently turned violent and led to the Prime Minister's resignation. Much of the public ire has been directed at the President Gotabaya Rajapaksa and his brother former prime minister mahinda rajpaksha who are blamed by critics for leading the country into economic crisis what led to the protests for months sri lankans have had to wait in long lines to buy essential items because of foreign exchange crisis caused shortage of imported foods medicines and fuel oil shortfalls have led to sweeping power cuts The pandemic and the Russian-Ukraine conflict have made things worse, but warnings of a potential economic disaster began long before. In 2019, President Rajapaksha swept to power months after Easter suicide bombings at church and hotels killed 290 people. The attacks badly damaged tourism, a key source of foreign exchange, and Rajapaksha promised to pull Sri Lanka out of deep economic slump and keep it safe. The government needed to boost its revenues especially as a foreign debt balloon for a big infrastructure project some financed by chinese loans but this days into presidency rajapaksha pushed through the last tax cut in sri lanka's history the most fast quick push punishment from the global market creditors downgraded sri lanka's rating <coughs> blocking it from borrowing more money as the foreign reserves nose right soon after the pandemic hit flattening tourism again and debts mounted the ukraine war has driven up food and oil prices globally making imports more unaffordable the country's foreign reserves have dropped below 50 million dollars this has forced the government to suspend payments on 7 billion dollars in foreign debt due to this year which nearly 25 billion dollars due to 2026 out of the total 51 billion dollars who are the rajpaksha brothers the nationwide protests are demanding the removal of rajpaksha brothers a democratic reversal for sri lanka's most powerful policy dynasty mahinda and godbhai rajpaksha were cheered as heroes by the island's buddhist sinhalese majority for ending a 30 year civil war against the ethnic tamil rebels in 2009 despite the accusations of war atrocities they amassed great popularity mahinda who was the president at the time oversaw the end of the war and got by a military sadistic whose brutal campaign helped crush the rebels a powerful land owning family from a rural southern district The Rajapaksha dominated local elections for years before ascending to the national politics 
in 2005 when Mahinda was elected president. He remained in power until 2015 when he was defeated by the opposition led by former aide. Following the 2019 Easter bombings, the family returned to power under the Godbaya who ran for president on a high-pitched nationalist campaign that won voters delusion by the previous government over attacks. Critics have accused the Rajapaksha's of relying heavily on military to enforce policy, passing laws to weaken independent institutions and maintaining a near monopoly on decision making. Three other Rajapaksha members were in cabinet until early April when the full cabinet resigned over the protests. Mahindra's resignation on Monday is a par- partial victory for the demonstrators. With the protests continuing, especially outside the president's office, there is renewed pressure on the president to quit too. What happens next? President Rajpaksha is without a prime minister and a cabinet, which dissolves automatically after his brother resigned. He can now select a member of parliament to become the next prime minister and form a cabinet. His voice, his choice, will need the support of the majority of a 225-member legislature. It's unclear whether he still has enough backing in a parliament for his candidate to be approved. The president could attempt to form a unity government, but it will likely be difficult to convince opposition members to join. If the president does resign, while there is no prime minister, the parliament speaker will be the interim president for one month, during which parliament is to select a member to become president until an election can be held. A motion to impeach Rajapaksha would not be easy. It would need the endorsement of the parliament speaker, the Supreme Court and the support of at least 150 lawmakers. Opposition parties do not hold the majority in the parliament. making the process even harder in the 45 years that sri lanka has been ruled by an executive presidential system there has been one failed attempt to out the president a constitution gives the president wide powers as commander in chief and the armed forces head of the cabinet and powers of the powers to appoint the chief justice police chief and others the president despite his extensive powers still need a prime minister and cabinet to carry out executive functions the ongoing uncertainty over the president's next move and the administrative vacuum have raised fears on military takeover especially if violence escalates that's all from my side i hope you have got a valuable information about what has happened in sri lanka Thank you for listening till the end. If there are any suggestions that you want me to add into this podcast, you can comment on any social media platform and I would be glad to implement the strategy. So, that's all from my side. I hope you're staying safe.